My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the geekiest show alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week. You're on issue 13 with your regular hosts, Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. And I'm Mark. What's up, guys? Now we're doing an interesting little thing um, for you all. We're recording live today with video and stuff, so if we seem a bit frazzled or stressed out, it may be because I'm of that. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this. You're going to put it on our YouTube channel, but I'm really beardy and my beard's really grey, so people are going to see how old I actually look, and it makes me sad. I know. Don't look at me. It, it sort of puts a face to the um, to the voices you hear, which is an unusual thing. Maybe like, oh, I didn't expect them to look like that, or I don't know, maybe thought we were all, I don't know, 25-year-old women. Anyway, stop the anyway, show, <laughs> So... Um, before we start off, I just want to do a quick shout out to my brother. I forgot to do this last week. So he got me, uh, he listens to the show because he's a very supportive family like that. But a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how um, I've not seen The Walking Dead and stuff like that. And it's always been one of those things where people, fans of The Walking Dead, I've managed to meet him and talk to people and they just talk at me about The Walking Dead. And I've just sort of, you know, gone uh, gone along with it and managed to work out a system where I can make my way through a conversation with them and for Christmas he gave me a present and it was two DVDs season one and season two of The Walking Dead so I just want to thank him for that uh, I am going to check it out that'll mean point. you'll be like four seasons behind me which <sighs> is six seasons behind, <laughs> behind how far it's got it's one of those shows that's gone on for and ever and ever isn't it and it's just going to keep going it's going to keep rolling also I finished the final DLC of Spider-Man it was incredible like it it tied along the with the last two DLCs and it set up you know the sequel and more going on onwards it's really exciting. I've not finished all the little um, snippets yet because you've finished the main story and then obviously there's little bits to keep you going. Mm. But I got to go around in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man suit, which was really cool. I was like, oh, bit, bit of nostalgia. It's pretty awesome. And we are going to shout out something for you as well because you were yeah. on this inky pen stuff. That's right. Yeah, I got a switch from my partner for Christmas and um, we said I'd do a, like a little review of it after I'd had a proper look. And I have actually managed... I've made some notes. Oh, that's when you know it's official. I know, it's serious. It's a, it's a full-on Geek of the Week review. I've got a page mm-hmm. of notes. A whole page. It's... Is it A4? Is it A3? We'll never know. <laughs> it, I just showed it to the camera that we're putting on YouTube. All oh, right, then. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, I liked it, but I really didn't like it as well. Uh, the, the, the screen of the Switch... Is um, it's the wrong shape and size for comic books? Yeah, and that oh, was my. Immediate... Is it when you have to like scroll? Across yeah, you have to scroll down. Um, and and and, and, and it, it's a good shape for the newspaper. For the newspaper bits, it's got like the newspaper strips uh, in it. Oh yeah, yeah. So like the the the, uh, the three page panels of stuff like. Yeah. Um, I thought you were reading a newspaper like, then. No, like Calvin and Hobbes and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's good for the newspaper strips, but it's it's not so hot for. For um, the comic books. Yeah. Also, um, side note: the only reason I read the newspaper is for Calvin and Hobbes and those I, kind of I love <laughs> now. Now I've been reading a lot of Calvin and Hobbes because Calvin and Hobbes is on oh, Inky Pen. I went to a museum in uh, Ohio State University and they had a Calvin and Hobbes exhibit. It was so cool. I, w- I, w- I want to go to that. 
Oh, totally. But, um, I mean, you know, I've gone through it, and it's a 5 99 subscription a month, which is less than a graphic novel, and you've got access to quite yeah. a lot of stuff from IDW, Archie, Valiant, Dark Horse, Titan, and the aforementioned newspaper strips. But it doesn't feel quite like it's worth it. You, you, yeah. Your Netflix subscription's only a couple of quid more than that. and That's true, yeah. And your subscription to Nintendo Online is only a couple of quid more than that. And without Marvel DC Image or any of the really big hitters, it yeah. felt... It didn't feel big enough. Yeah. And it's also quite limited on what they have. They haven't got the full back catalogue of all the Archie stuff. They haven't got the full back catalogue of all the, uh, the, 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 the Dark Horse stuff. It's, it's quite limited. Yeah. To the point where um, I looked at stuff like Comics Plus, which is the free library one. And oh, yeah. you can get it, if, you, if you're a member of a library that subscribes to Comics Plus, you get it for free and you can just scroll stuff online. Oh, sound. And the free library one has got a much bigger selection from, yeah, the, same yeah. kind of, from the same kind of publishers. And is, yeah, and as well, like you say, you are subscribing to this, so you are putting yeah. an investment in. And it feels like, like Netflix doesn't have every film and every TV show, but with comics you sort of like... I don't know. Not that it's easy to get that But there's stuff, enough but on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Then I there's didn't feel like there was enough it, yeah. on this. And the major, major problem, the thing that really irked major me... Major problem. Major problem. The, the, the thing that really irked me is I can't even show you here in the studio because we're not connected to the Wi-Fi. I can't show you how it works. You have uh, to be yeah, on, on Wi-Fi to That's be annoying. able to stream the comic books. You can't download them, which is a That's fatal annoying. flaw. I was going to say stuff like Audible, yeah. stuff like any Comicsology and um, Comicsology, Marvel and Unlimited to their sort of rivals. And um, Kindle, it, yeah. everything you can download and read. Everything with a similar service, maybe not for comic books, but everything with a similar service. I oh, know comic you, books, yeah, yeah. You can download and read offline, and so that's a fatal flaw as far yeah, as I'm yeah. concerned. It's a bit devastating as well, and I think it's it'll be one of them. It might suffer because Comicsology do this thing now called. Unlimited, I think, Comicsology mm. Unlimited, and they do it in the US, and you get to read as many comics as you I mean, want for the subscription, again, like a Netflix. The whole point of this was it was on the Switch. It was on the Switch yeah. for you to have on your Switch while you're on the go. And if you can't download comic books and read them while you're offline, that's just bombing. You're not on the that's go, not, then, are you? No, it's not. It's th th that's the big fatal flaw. You have to hide in a Starbucks cat or choose your coffee shop that is Wi-Fi and black. Mm, what well, 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 I will say is... Um, when you put it in the dock and you have it on the TV, gigantic oh, screen oh, comic brilliant. book is fantastic. It, the, the, the quality of the images were brilliant. Yeah. It, it, it was a great gimmick, and I, and I read a couple of comic books on my, my, my... We've got quite a big telly at home, and that was fantastic. I missed the big money over it. I really enjoyed <laughs> that. I really, really enjoyed reading a gigantic yeah. telly comic. That that was pretty cool. Was there any moments where you had to go closer to the TV to read? Because sometimes no. when I, if I read on a tablet or something, I do have to zoom in. Whereas like, I guess when I'm reading just a comic in physical form, it's easy because you can you know you yeah. can move yourself closer. Yeah, and, and that was relatively easy. The functionality was really good. The usage of the sticks and the usage of this page skip with yeah. the uh, with the down with the down scroll button. That worked really well. The functionality was excellent, yeah. and it's nice, it's user-friendly. And there are some great comics on it, but I, I just don't feel like it's worth... It's not enough. The, ...worth the script, the subs. Never enough. And I, and, I, and I like, when it comes to comics, I like... I like Touching. a physical copy. I like a physical copy of something. Of course. And... 
I'm not. I'm not, not precious not, about film, yeah. but I am precious about oh, comic comics. books. That is fair. No, yeah, yeah, it's a nice little thing as well. You can sort of there's that collector's mentality behind it as well. You can physically show like, yeah. this is what I'm interested in. I have, a, I have however. I you, you never told me about it. Was it. Is it Dark Circle Comics? The even darker yeah, yeah. version of... Um, yeah, yeah. The, the even yeah. darker version of... Um, it played a role in, in Archie. Archie. Oh, yeah. The, it played a role in the second season of uh, Riverdale. Well, I've read I've read through The Black Hood, and yeah. oh my goodness, that's fantastic. Yeah. I loved, I loved Black Hood when I was younger, when it was... The, Archie have bought it from... Um, from an old company that went bust by the looks of things because they were called Impact Comics, I think. Yeah. And I read those in the 90s and I loved them. And when I saw the Black Hood was back, I was like, nice. <laughs> and it's a weird sort of environment to be in, isn't it? It's all mm. like Archie and stuff like that. Which is why it's... Works to mixed results in uh, the second season of Riverdale, but then Riverdale's just... I saw this hilarious thing. It was like... Still not seen an episode. Riverdale, someone was saying it's a social experiment to see how many people stay on a TV show, no matter how bad it is, if the people on it are attractive. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) So, in, in, in summary, great functionality, great gimmick with the telly. If it was Marvel or DC or Image... Yeah. I'd have probably stuck with a subscription. Sound a bit more. But it's not. Oh, we should have added this to pull or pass, but then. <laughs> subscri- it's a pass. Subscribe or. It's a pass, unfortunately. Away. No, it's a pass. Subscribe or scurry. It sounds more like you're a pirate. No, that now. sounds awful. Yeah, you're yeah, away. It's a pass, unfortunately. Sorry. Uh, <gasps> subscribe or shove in the bin. I'm not putting my switch in the bin. No, just a subscription. Just uh, that part. Anyway, <laughs> let's roll on to the news. Yeah. I need photos of Spider-Man. So you know, with the sounds of J. Jonah Jameson, it's time for the news on Geek of the Week. So, we've got a juicy, juicy bit of news, to be honest. Have we? Yeah, well, Kevin Feige's come out and he said quite a bit of interesting information. Mm. First of all, he said that the footage from the Endgame trailer is only from the first 15 minutes of the film. So I watched it back. And that's and it's actually quite obvious when you rewatch it now. That's yeah. actually quite obvious. It makes sense in it, and it sort of puts some speculation to end, and sort of adds to even more. Yeah. And I wonder what the opening shots. The opening shot. The opening, could be the opening could be, be Iron Man. Could yeah. be Tony being like, I saw as well. It was funny. Um, there's this meme. <laughs> there's this meme going round, but it's also like a callback to Infinity War. The four um, when he's on the ship, the Milano. He's like he um, he steals the last part of the food. He steals some of the food because he's just like, what's this? And he's like, it's our food. And he's like, not anymore. And he eats his way. So t- he sort of messed Tony up there <laughs> in a way. But yeah, and another bit of tidbit he said, which got me really excited, but also a bit like confused at first, was he's looking forward to using the Fox characters in the next six months? Question. Yeah, mark? you say that, but though. no. But the thing here's is, the caveat. But the thing is, he said, like he said, oh, we're looking at them in 2020, and obviously we're in 2019, so that's a year. Yeah, but that's what I'm getting at. It, using them within the next six months means casting them, having a film that they start filming. We're not going to see this for 12, 18 months or t- on the screen. No, but the thing is, it's not even that. It's 
just even the mention of like if you mention an like X Men or some mutants or anything like that in a Marvel film, that's going to blow up the internet anyway. It's just going to be like, oh my goodness, they said Logan or they say Weapon X in a in Endgame or something like that or another Marvel film or they just mention a project or something. That's going to honestly, I'm not sure the MCU needs them. It'd be cool, yeah. but I don't. They've done see, so fantastic without them. I don't think it needs them. See, this is what I thought about when they were talking with Spider-Man. I was like, because I, I was a bit of a doubt at first. Cause I was like, I like that Spider-Man has his own universe, and Spider-Man's able to sort of, you know, get along in his own world. And we have the MCU. It was like having two lots of great stuff. And yeah, and I was worried that we're not going to see that much Spider-Man because uh, there's so many characters in Marvel and they have to release so many films a year and there's always so many characters, so we were going to see less Spider-Man. But then I was totally changed around as soon as Civil War came around. I was like, okay, this is incredible. And we've seen Spider-Man, like, I think every year since he's been with Marvel, which is <laughs> amazing for me. I love it, mate. I know Can't you like your get Spider-Man, enough of it. But yeah, so I am excited for it and I'm excited to see the X-Men and fantastic four we've got to mention as well them interact with you know marvel cat the rest of the MCU. it would be nice to see somebody sometime ever get the fantastic four right yeah basically there's a beautiful fan casting that's i think it's uh emily blunt and the guy from the office john krasinski like mm. they are actually a married couple having them for like sue storm and reed richards thinks um tom holland's got a mate called harrison who was like keen to play um, Human Torch which was really cool because they actually get along and Peter Parker and Human Torch and yeah. Johnny have always had that friendship and if they bring in Iceman as well that would be cool like that free kind of friendship would be amazing to see Spider-Man and his amazing friends exactly <laughs> mate that would be wasn't it Firestar rather than the Human Torch in the Spider-Man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think they Fire did change Firestar yeah um, but that would be super that would be oh, really super Star. cool that would be amazing oh, where did I go with that oh yeah and then <laughs> And then for the thing, I think the running one was like John Cena or something. That was John Cena would be brilliant <laughs> as the thing. I want. Oh, he can't. Let's ha- start a campaign. He, he can't have his hairstyle as he's got now. He's grow his hair out, which is a bit bizarre. Really, it's creepy seeing him with hair. Don't feel natural. Doesn't feel right. But yeah, so that's it. I'm just yeah. No, I'm excited for it. And keeping on the Marvel train, keeping that train rolling. Captain Marvel had quite a bit. We got a special look trailer sort of thing, but a behind-the-scene featurette and three new posters that don't look like they've got the background of Cineworld on the back. <laughs> Have you seen that one? I was just yeah, like, it's a little yeah, star, yeah. and I was like, is that specifically for Cine? No, it's just, okay, cool. But yeah, what did you think of this, like, all of this well, marketing material? There was more granny fight, which I enjoyed. <laughs> yes. That was ace. Um, the, the, I mean, the granny thing marked me out the first time, but um. more granny fight is good. Um, Coulson, young Coulson. Exactly. I, I was quite pleased about that. And, and Elastica yeah, on yeah. the Elastica on, on the trailer. Yeah. So we'll be playing that on the show at some point. Had, a thought, had a thought better about it. I'd have probably played that today. But, yeah, you know, that, that, would have been, that would have been you being I'm on not, all that. That would. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll play it next week. We'll, yeah, play, yeah. we'll play Elastica next week. But no, it was uh, it was really cool just to see like all like, all of it came at once. And it, part mm. of me felt that I felt good about for the second trailer because it sort of got, you know, swept under the rug because of end game coming out and people are like oh yeah there was a second trailer and like it, so it's nice to see all this stuff and obviously it's the marketing truly kicking in you know there's going to be all the press and all that that they're leading to now and it's the it's the trailer that's the 
Buy your tickets now at da 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 da. It's got me much more hyped. I mean, I was pretty hyped, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about I Captain did like Marvel. as well, they mentioned in the trailer, they've like sort of alluded to the Avengers connection because Nick Fury goes like, she's just the beginning and stuff like that. And Colton's like, yeah, it was clever. Um, and there was a cool featurette thing uh, going behind the scenes and Brie Larson actually flew with like at the Air Force and stuff like that. And I was like, Okay, that's really cool. Like, yeah, there's, that's get, cool. there's getting into your characters, and obviously she did the usual like workout stuff, and you know read the comics and that. But actually flying it like that is pretty dope. Like, that's, yes, you know I'm fully invested in this character, both sides of him. So yeah, I yeah I dug it, and the posters look really cool. They look like proper old, For not sure. old fashioned superhero, but like the stuff stuff you see in Incredibles when it's, they had the and it's the also good old days. It, it it has a '90s feel. They yeah. it, it it's not hokey, but there's definitely a look at this. It's set in the nineties yeah, yeah. vibe about it, and that's quite clever. That's quite managed, clever. They've managed to make the cat, uh, like Coulson and Fury actually. Not, it doesn't look strange that they look young. They actually look young, which is really cool to see. Yeah, that was impressive. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see more of them as well. Maybe they can work that out for me. For me, yeah, one day. Well, yeah. well, we'll try. We'll do yeah. some test things. Get, get some got... just for men in the beard and there's... find me a find me a, a find me a syrup. I mean, there's and then sort out my crow's feet. That'd be nice. There's got to be like an app or something, surely, for like, real. somewhere in it. Yeah. Now we're keeping again the Marvel trains rolling, but it's going into Hong Kong Disneyland because there's an Ant Man and the Wasp called um, Nano Battle, and it opens in March 31st again. Hong Kong um, oh it's getting developed actually no I'll tell you it's getting developed in March in March 31st oh it's opening one of the two it's happening well at Hong Kong Disneyland with the Stark Expo in their Tomorrowland right so here's the thing I looked this up and it's not quite as exciting as you think it is this nano battle. Have you been to Alton Towers? No, yeah, I ne- I'm well aware. Of what you the you ride know how is. they souped they souped up the, yeah. the the ghost train and made it like a laser fight, right? That's yeah. kind of basically what this is. No, that's what it is. But have you ever been to Orlando? No. Oh my, no, mate. If you go to Orlando, go to like the Universal stuff. Like I know you like you've your experience of these types of rides. Is uh, is Jewel from Alton Towers? Is Alton which was Towers, cool, which but... is all right. But trust me, the Americans in like um, this is obviously Americanized version of in Hong Kong and stuff like that, and they they go big on these because it's replacing a Buzz Lightyear one exactly. And I've been on the Buzz Lightyear one, mate. It's incredible, and the rides, like I say, in Universal that they get. The 3D stuff they do is incredible. It actually feels like it's coming towards you and you move with it and stuff like that. You feel like you're shrinking. And it's like they have put a lot of money into this because the park's been open since uh, September 2005. And then May 2nd, they added the Marvel um, Arena. Which is cool. Which is going to open in 2023. And this is a country that's got a lot of, you know, they've got a lot of money and it's a company, Disney, that have got a load of money. So it is going to be a cool version. It's not going to be Alton Towers, not to insult Alton Towers, they've got quite a bit of money, but it's Disney money. I'll be more excited when something happens at Disneyland Paris, to be honest with you. Yeah, well. Well, they've got Marvel characters now. Yeah, but they haven't got Marvel rides yet, have they? They're getting them. Cause they, Are they? they? Yeah, they literally just got the... Yeah, I know because I went to a Disney audition and they were, like, big on... Um, I passed by the way, guys. We well, should they, totally not, go to Disneyland. They've not called me back yet. But... <laughs> 
but yeah, so they uh, yeah, we should go on Disney. I'd be down for Disney. I'd be down for a whole Disneyland tour. When's it? it's twenty twenty three? Yeah, we'll go. <laughs> yeah. We'll go through them all yeah. when all the Marvel stuff has been released. But yeah, it's just a cool Marvel Island. My only fear is twenty twenty three. Now this is my fear anyway that these superhero films are gonna you know there's always talk about oh superhero fatigue yeah it's not fatiguing though is it mate it's kind of frightening but 2023 if something horrible happens and they're just like oh well now I've got an Ant-Man and the Wasp ride and it's yeah it's there or we've got a Marvel landing but that's not gonna happen that's not gonna happen we're gonna stay optimistic it's gonna thrive it's gonna be even more and they're gonna be like oh we need to add more characters they might even yeah that's the one thing I think that does discredit helps which doesn't help them really is other characters will um, may come to the star front and might be more better suited for their I mean Ant-Man and sort of Iron Man that's a good combination to have they're both tech based they don't really get along but they would work together in that environment but if another character comes along that people are a bit more keen to see and stuff like that like even a Black Panther like they might be like I want a Black Panther ride not really Black Panther ride would be cool I would imagine going through going through like Wakanda exactly oh, oh, in the film when he goes I, I never freeze and he drops down and he goes goes all the way through yeah that would be cool we also got we're off Marvel now we've uh, stopped off the train we've got off we've gone on another train to uh, HBO they did like a little um, video showing like all the things that are coming out obviously Game of Thrones is the big one but for us comic book guys right we got a bit of uh, Watchmen features of look at um, Rorschach which was it's interesting isn't it it's alright it's interesting it was alright yeah my jury's still out my jury's still out on this it's HBO so it could be fantastic That's because thing, HBO yeah. but I've not seen enough to get hyped yet and no Alan Moore involvement and yeah give me more before I make my before I, think, I get I think, hyped I think I don't think Alan Moore is ever going to be involved in a pro, in of course a he's not but that's project. not the point he's not really like a Jeff Johns or one of them no. it's like oh, I'll help you guys he's just sort of like oh I made the thing so um yes I like Alan Moore leave Alan Moore alone I'm done with it now stop it <laughs> leave Alan alone <laughs> he's got a magnificent luxuriant beard I'm just going to stop it now and uh, do my own little magic stuff. And, stop it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I know it just doesn't even sound like that. With HBO, it's to each room. With H <laughs> with HBO, like they do put the big budgets in and they do go for darker stuff. I'm, again, I've not seen Game of Thrones. I'm not seeing Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. They're my two like notes, and that's my whole thing of like, oh, I don't watch these. And again, people still talk to me about them, and I can pass my way through a conversation about Game of Thrones. You need to get that. on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, I'm such a Joffrey about it. I'm all right. I'm all right, guys. Sorry. Move on, dude. Uh, but yeah, so I am ex- like, I I like that they're on it. But then again, yeah, the Rorschach mask. I'm hoping it. This isn't actually Rorschach because they did this thing in Doomsday Clock where there was a fake Rorschach, and I'm partly hoping it's that. But it might not be. It might be actually Rorschach and. That's the thing when you have a TV show after the movie. Yeah, there's always going to be that comparisons, and the mask in the movie was sick. So. It was, yeah, it was pretty cool. But that's what us two think. What do you guys think? We want to know what you think about all this news we've touched upon. Maybe some other stuff. Maybe you've got some more advancements to add. Yeah, just let us all know. We've got a cool little Facebook group. We've got Twitter, and we've got a comment section below on YouTube. So. Get your voices heard, or your words read. Are you ready, Mark? I think so. I think I'm ready. I think this is the week I've got it. 
Right. <sighs> Breathe. Got this. Got this, mate. Oh, no, don't. I you pressed played the, the wrong oh, sample, no, didn't you? I played the wrong one. Never mind. Played the wrong sample. Never mind. Don't have it this week. It's pull or pass. Pull or pass. You suck. Woohoo! Oh, this segment. You pulled the wrong... You played I the wrong I played sample. the wrong thing, yeah. Gonna pass on that. You did. So, pull or pass to explain the segment of the show. And basically, first off, let's explain what the pull part means. So, when you go into your local comic book store and you pick up... Let's say, a uh, handy issue we have here, such as gunning for hits, and it's an issue one. You go in, you put, um, you go to the cashier, go to the clerk, you pop it down, and go, oh, one gunning for hits, please. And they say, oh, do you want to add this to your pull? And you're like, oh, what? It's a pull. Basically, whenever there's another gunning for hits, if you say yes, of course, say two, three, four, a one billionth issue, they will put it behind for you. It's sort of like a subscription service, but less like we demand your money right now when you need to set up a direct debit. It's more like ah, oh, whenever you want to come in, we've got these back here for you, and it's chill. Don't worry about it. And then you like you can walk in one day and just be hey, what's on my pull this week? And they go oh well, gunning for hits had uh, two more issues since the last time you were in. Here you go. And you are sweet, awesome. And what we do on this show is we take typically three issues, usually number ones or like the start of stories, because I'm just... um, Arc starts. Yeah, I'm sort of like setting this up because we started... um, there was a French in French. There was a Febu- There was February. I don't know why I went from fr- I got French from February, but there you go. That's a bit of dyslexia for you in there. But we looked at those solic- uh, solicitations anyway. I can say that word though, <laughs> and um, <laughs> we sort of we've set up pull or pass. I've set up pull or pass for two months, which is very. Weirdly, that's, that's impressive. Weirdly prepared for me because usually I do it the week of. Uh, just a little uh, information for you. But we've had a look anyway, and some of them are against dark, um, arc starts, so just warning for that. But for this week, I don't know why I did that long explanation. They're all first. They are. And the first one we're going to start off with is, may as well be the one I just uh, talked about, Gunning for Hits by Image. Now, Mark, what did you think of this book? Well, unsurprisingly, this was the one that I wanted on and pull or pass this week. And um, it's got Bowie on the cover. So, you yeah, know, exactly. I saw uh, that and I was like, oh, I can see why I picked this. For me, uh, that's that's a good start. <laughs> that's an <just> instant pull. <laughs> Considering that David Bowie is my probably my greatest hero. Oh, I, I, I just love Bowie's music. It's it, it just speaks to me and it's just wonderful. But uh, that, that was a good start. And but you can't judge a book by its cover phrase. Oh, so yeah, I, um, I, I read through it. You can't judge the, a book by its Bowie. You can't. I was a little bit worried that because I was so looking forward to this title so much because a comic book about music and I like music. Um, but no, I loved it. I liked the two different art styles, the one that was inside his head and the one that was the reality. Oh, yeah, when it changed into that, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. It was clever. It was really clever, and I hope they continue to do that in yeah. future. Um, and the way he was going, like, it was like he was going into the music business and stuff like that, and I was yeah. like, oh, wow, this is a bit, oh, I don't know if... Uh... And the weirdness of the inside his head art style yeah. made a lot more sense after the twist as well. Oh, my goodness, the twist was so Yeah, cool. yeah, and um, it's, it, it, it's dark and cynical yeah. and a brutal depiction of uh, music the music industry at that time and 
Did you check out any of the stuff on Twitter or the website and the Spotify playlists? No, no. Oh, they made like a... They've added a Spotify playlist to listen to while you're reading the comic. Oh, that's cool. It's very clever. That's very, very clever. And I like that. That's, that's, That's playing with tech, but still... It's still a comic book, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, it's not taken away from it because there are some uh, comics they do like um, when they do their digital version, they'll they'll have music with it, or you can press music and stuff like that. And it reminds me, do you remember those books when you were a kid? And it's like press the cow button. Obviously, it's not like that. It's like press the Bowie button. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's really cool. Have to say, perfectly fitting title. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Gunning for hits. Don't want to. It's. Um, don't want to go into more on that because it's potentially spoilers. But this took. This book took a really weird turn. I was like, "Whoa, what?" And obviously, um, we should we should explain. We'll explain this more in trade off. But I'm a very like childlike person, very innocent in what I read in comics, and Mark is more adult. And then when this weird turn happened, I was like. Uh, I don't really know if I want to keep on reading. And oh, then Fraser. and then there was a dark turn, a pretty badass turn, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that was cool. And then, yeah, it was like fitting title, and it's, mm. you know. And that that second turn made it a pull for me. It, yeah, it was it's absolutely a pull for it me. Was I'm be, glad it was good because I wanted it to be good. It was going to be, be a pull, and then the weird turn happened, and I was like, whoa, this is a bit more than a pull uh, that's happening on the, in this comic. And then I was like, huh. I think I might pass on it. And then the turn, I was like, oh, okay, it's back on pull. Now, you say David Bowie is your uh, hero yeah so now we're going to talk about my hero now the other two are very clear if you've listened to this show or if you know me personally these two are very obviously my choices the first one is Friendly Neighbourhood Spider-Man by Marvel Um, I'll let you start off mate Friendly Neighbourhood Spider-Man kind like that um, well what I liked about this song I want to talk about the the cover the cover all the books released this week were Stanley kind of like tribute stuff? Yeah, yeah. They highlighted Stanley more than the ti- the name of the title, which is very brave yeah. for an issue one. And they did that and with. I, uh, I think that's yeah. incredibly important. Yeah, it was awesome. And they did it with. Um, there was a little soapbox at the end, a Stan yeah, soapbox. Correct. I also want to. I forgot earlier in the show, but um, the Spider-Man DLC had a tribute to Stanley as well. Brilliant. There's been a lot of tributes to Stanley, which is always incredible. And yeah, it, it's just amazing to see it on so many different platforms. Yep. They really emphasise the uh, the friendly part of this. I just want to point out, great introduction. The way it started and stuff like that. It, yep. You know, we met with um, Peter Parker and he sort of explained that, yeah, when I'm on top of a building, I'm really scared. But then it's that thing of when he hears danger, that all goes away. And it's sort of, it like, that's the Spider-Man we've been getting in film. You know, he has that speech yeah. with Tony where it's like, when you have powers like I do and the good, um, the bad stuff happens, they happen because of you. Again, it's all sort of it goes back to that first um, big story with Spider Man of with great power comes great responsibility. Yep. Everybody knows it, but they, they I always like how they manage to tell it in a different way, or they manage to. I liked s- how they did it in this paraphrase, comic, actually, it, yeah, where it was just a two-page spread with major events of his history exactly. in the background with oh, his my, face in the. That, was, that was really clever. that was incredible as well because it was all these big buildings in New York and stuff like that. Obviously, the high sca- uh, scrapers and stuff like that, and it was all key moments. And it was it was a perfect thing for like, yes, this is a first issue, but it has got the history yeah. of Spider-Man. So it's sort of it was best of both worlds for people who. Have read Spider-Man for years like, oh, okay they respect Reminded this. me of the way they tend to do it in Doctor Who as well yeah and yeah yeah whenever they do a regenerate yeah. um, regeneration yeah 
but it was still inviting for new people and they really emphasized the neighborhood thing yeah Neighbor- have you recently have you been to new york yeah 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 i've been relatively recently last year and i felt like having been to new york I felt more comfortable understanding the way yeah, the, the, the neighbourhood was. And yeah. It was great. And I've, and I've had one of the Dirty Water dogs that uh, that he had. In oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, when they go to the car. The, in the car. Oh, that was super cute as well. I made a point like, of doing that when, when I went to New York. Um, so someone he rescues goes to give him a tip, and he, in his head he's like, oh, this would be great, actually, because my rent's coming up and stuff like that. But then he, he obviously, with the neighbourhood thing, he's friends with like homeless people and stuff like that. Yeah. So he says, give it to them, and then they come to people later on and it's again I love that thing of like it's the dynamic of Peter and Spidey which sometimes Peter's missing in Amazing Spider-Man the um, stories just because the stories are so big and there's not enough time to focus on Peter um, so it was really great to see this, and his neighbours were so yeah, they, cute. They emphasised yeah. neighbourhood rather than superhero, which is yeah. interesting and cool and, and slightly again, different. It's t- it's taken over from Spectacular, which was again doing that. Chip Zdarsky was doing stuff with that character in a similar environment, and then he did get a few stories that were sort of like not big rise stories, but they were more superhero stories. But at the end, um, the writing team, I think it's Tom Taylor and stuff like that, and the Spidey Office. I always love reading a Spider-Man book because you get a little thing at the end from Spidey Office, and it's all these different things, people writing yeah. in, people writing back. Again, it, it all stems from Stanley's soapbox. Um, but yeah, they were talking about how we didn't just. This isn't him protecting the world. This isn't him protecting even New York. This is him protecting his neighborhood. And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cute. Yeah, and. Oh my goodness! We even got like they were like, "Don't worry, you get an extra story." And I was like, "Yay!" So happy for the extra story. It wasn't a was, happy extra story. It was a really sad story, and like because Aunt May was leaving this message for Peter. No, and, don't like, tell people it's just no, a no. it was heartbreaking. And then no, but what I loved was uh, there was super cute stuff with like Mary Jane and Peter. Yeah. And they were both wearing spider suits because he's swinging her around, and then there was this thing with like a blanket and stuff, and it was all like it was lovely. It was dead. It nice. was very romantic. And yeah, I was like. Aww, yay. Yeah, it was. I hope it works out for them. I hope it works out for them too. I swear. But um, yeah, so probably a pass for me. I mean, not that invested. It is a pass for me because I know I can borrow yours. It would be a pull if I didn't know you, but I'm totally borrowing yours. How dare you? Yeah, it's definitely a pull. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's uh, a it, 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 it is a pull for me, but I will probably read yours. Like you'll probably read my gunning for hits. Truth well, be told, realistically, yeah, yeah. to be to be fair, if we're both buying the same comic, yeah, it's a bit, a bit bizarre, silly. isn't it? Yeah, that's a bit. Silly. But yeah, it, it is, of course, it's a pull. It was. It's. It was. It, it, like, like we were saying before, it was a it was a story arc introduction. Even though it was an issue one in this particular case, yeah. it, with Spider Man in particular, there's so much Spider Man history. Well, Peter Parker, Spider-Man history. But it, it, it is the pull of a new story arc, isn't it? And that and I am pulling this story arc because it, yeah. it, it just started so well. It'd be so, so lovely. Yeah, so cool to see, yeah. And speaking of Spider-Man, trying to relate it back, a great guy who started uh, a great thing for Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, Brian Michael Bendis, mm. uh, kick-started Young Justice this week and also kick-started Wonder Comics, the sort of younger imprint for DC, and that's the third book we're on. Now, I was kind of uh, cautiously optimistic with this because Bendis, again, like I said, did amazing stuff with Ultimate Spider-Man. We're making our way. Fr- uh, I'm making my way through the, like the latter parts. I'm introducing you into it, which is really exciting with trade off and stuff. And he did amazing stuff with that and the Ultimate Universe. But then he also did not so great stuff with that. And also, he's introduced great recently. Mark, 
uh, well, of last year in Marvel, he introduced new exciting characters. He's introduced um, Riri Williams last year, and then a couple of years ago, Miles Morales and all this. And, you know, you've seen how great that worked out in film. He made Jessica Jones and all these characters that have appeared on film and TV and have done really well and did really well in their comics he themselves. Must be Oh, totally. Yes, yeah, so minted. And he's like writing Superman and all this now. He, he literally, at DC as well, gets to pick whatever he wants to write. And he wrote basically everything for Marvel, which was his downfall, in my opinion, because he was writing almost too much and nothing felt like... Nothing felt original anymore. It was all sort of like he's just sort of doing this because he has to. Mm. And it seemed like he was gunning for the editor-in-chief position, didn't get it, so that's why he went to DC. There's loads of speculation behind that. Right. Could also just be he wanted to write something new, and I'm hoping it is that's, it's the latter, and he wanted to write something new and he's inspired by this. But yeah, so... <laughs> big spiral. Young Justice, what did you uh, think of this? Bearing in mind that the season three is now out in America, but right. not over here. I am unashamedly a massive sucker for double pages and large full pages. Oh, then you pages. will love Bendis. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a sucker for that. And the they were on point in this book. There mm. were some brilliant ones. Oh, and um, I liked the, the uh, like a major event happens major and event. the passersby. The passersby didn't didn't um didn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, it's the DC and it's wow. like that 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 that, that was quite self aware and I quite yeah. like that the jaded the the jaded normal folk. I quite liked that. Um, a Superboy and Impulse a thing. Yeah. Oh, like like boyfriends. Oh no. <laughs> Do they have a thing? No, no, they're just then, mates. Oh right, okay, then that. Then some of the art wasn't on point then, uh, because the impression I got was that they were lovers. Uh, when you said, are they a thing? I was like, yeah, they exist. No, no. Do they, they have a thing? Are, no, they, are like, they lovers? It's just like a strong bromance. Bro. So, so they're not together? No. Yeah, that, 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 that panel made it look like they were a couple. Oh. So I, I got quite excited about that. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Pretty, uh, pretty he even yeah. He was even like, you look hot. Because he'd got like a new a bit, stubble thing yeah, going on, yeah. I thought that they were. I thought that they'd got like a. Maybe, a maybe that's something they're going for. They might be. Yeah, you know, maybe. you might be onto something there. I might be um, either that or the artist got it wrong. I might be just because seeing, it looked like that to me. I might just be seeing friendship there, but I do see that a lot. <laughs> to be fair, it's my uh, again young innocent eyes. Oh yeah, maybe I'm just. But maybe no, I'm just too. Opt- maybe I just look for for look for love. Well, I was more going to say look for LGBT stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it could, it could well be as well. Like, um, Young Justice has, and sort of those, the Wonder comics, I could see them going into that because obviously um, with the youth, they'd be reading that and it'd be cool to see that representation for them. And, and it can be hard when you're younger and, you know, if you are in the closet and seeing a character like exactly. Impulse or Superboy would be cool to see. Um, but, yeah, but don't worry, you are not alone on that. There are probably AR forums that are campaigning for that, or it is genuinely a thing. But I'm not campaigning for, for it. I just when I saw it, I thought it was cool. No, no. But for me personally, um, uh, I don't think I've ever read anything like that. But I could, you know, I could totally be wrong. But I've always seen it as like it is that strong friendship. Mm. But it's it's funny because this um, just to go back to what you were saying about the public and stuff like that the hit, the villains of the piece really want Superman and what they get is Young Justice instead and it's that's kind of um, funny they're just like yeah no you're not a Superman level threat don't worry we've got this 
what I did like was as well to sort of again the self awareness stuff. It's the big thing was crisis, and that is a big buzzword yeah. at DC. Crisis, you see that, and you're like, oh, they're restarting again. And they even made a thing about it. They were like, Earth has gone through seven crises, and they actually they had a cool little um, explanation for what they say a crisis is, and it's Earth event that changes the Earth against its natural evolution. And basically, if you're unfamiliar with DC. Whenever there's a crisis, it usually means that they're going to restart and reboot their universe. They did it with New 52, they did it um, with Rebirth, and they've done it years and years before that. So whenever you see something like Crisis, you know the universe. And there's there's been so many hints of this before this. There's a Heroes in Crisis book, so there's already a book with Crisis in the name, so you're like, oh, so we're restarting again. It was a gentle self-aware punk yeah. it was it wasn't it wasn't yeah. too hokey and it certainly wasn't de- like deliberate deadpool level of stuff no no but it was it, it was a nice little nod and I, yeah, I, I, I didn't find it hokey I, I thought that was really well done yeah because sometimes bendis he, li- he likes to do stuff like that he likes to do self-aware stuff because he did it a lot in ultimate spider-man there's this story where he's just like i'm only doing this because my editor and he has like a lo- literal like an actual panel of hit like comic like written drew and all made up of him arguing with his editor about making this Freaky Friday um, issue with Wolverine and Spider. He's like, I'm only doing this to fill out fingers. So he's very self-aware. Sometimes it works too, like it doesn't go in his favour, but I feel like, yeah, for this it was, it worked and it was just sort of, it, it made me chuckle when I first saw it and the fact that the title's even got it and it's like Seven Crisis. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, but yeah, I also liked as well that you got very much from the start that they are young, you know, Bart Allen's taking a selfie and they even recreated the, uh, so there's this distracted uh, boyfriend meme where like the boyfriend, um, he's looking away like that and the girlfriend's like angry and then it's something else and people always do it with different stuff like, you know, they might do Marvel. Yeah, like me- Mar- memes yeah. memes won't, won't resonate but with me. But they did it with Superboy and I thought that was hilarious. It's like people looking at Superboy. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of, that's I, I wouldn't have got that. But I did that's not there you go then because uh they're young you know when you're not less young <laughs> see i can be polite you're you're justice they're young justice you're justice right we okay. won't say we won't say the o word no let's not say the o word so for you um i guess the question still was pull or pass i was going to say something about bendis like i was I was impressed with it. Um, It was certainly better than the Shazam tosh that you gave me a couple of weeks ago, uh, which had young people in it. Um, But Runaways is my thing with the younger younger protagonists. I liked it. Uh, You know what? We need to get some Titans and Teen Titans on mm. the trade-off to get... No, I liked it. I really liked it. Uh, Probably not a pull, but very close. Yeah. Is it going to be one of them where you'd probably just steal my stuff? I'm, I'm... I would be interested in it if you just like, yeah. yeah. But it's it's okay. it's not it's not a pull like Spider Man or, yeah. or, or or gunning for hits. No. I've hit the trifecta this week because it's pull 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 pull. Well, quite. It all. It's like Christmas and the crackers pulling them. Right. All the way. When I went to get my pull this week, 
I yes. picked up the second and third issues of Bitterroot, oh. which was um, which one was of the one of the ones I pulled recently. Ago, yeah, and yeah. the covers link into one big image. It's pretty cool. It's very nice. They it's do pretty they cool. do that quite. A and that bit made in, me happy. They do that quite a bit in comics, and it's and it, oh, I wouldn't have got that if I hadn't pulled this title from this show. And you wouldn't have got I'd it as well if you got it in trade. trade or I know. There I you know. go. They've I always know. got you. They do that in holographic covers here a lot. Yeah. As well. There was, yeah. There's a cool Flash. Um, there's, oh, no, was it Flash? No, it was a Teen Titans event and Titan, Titans and Teen Titans and Deathstroke crossover where each, um, you had to get each comic from, like, a different issue from each um, of the titles. And when they all come across, they all made a beautiful little uh, image together. And I was dead excited, apart from the fact I didn't have the Deathstroke issue for ages. And oh. I, was like, I was like, no, it doesn't fit. But yeah, they always do like stuff like that and holographic covers are big, uh, cool things. And also as well, it's incredible art to see and just have and just be like, oh, look at this. It's, it's pretty dope, mm. isn't it? It's cool. It's cool. But yeah. So, like we said before in news, we're interested to know what you guys think. Uh, what you what was on your poll this week? What did you read and go, ah, oh, probably going to pass on it? Or what did you not even bother reading? You just saw it and went, I'm going to pass. And what was your opinions on these three as well? Did you see Young Justice and go, Bendis is writing it, that's a straight pass? Or did you go, Bendis is writing it? Ah, oh, Ultimate Spider-Man vibes. P- um, pass. I, I need to find... I need to talk about other good stuff he did because he did like amazing stuff. Jessica, is it? No, it's not going to be Jessica Jones vibes because that was quite upsetting. <laughs> no, it's Ultimate Spider-Man vibes, and yeah, it does work. Yeah, there we've you go. got Ultimate Spider-Man <laughs> up on uh, trade-off. Trade-off soon. coming up, yeah. But yeah, was it them? Um, what's your opinion? Is there too many Spider-Man books? No, there's not. Uh, just, just to answer your question right there, you can have your opinion, but it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, Fraser. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, that's Polo Pass. Now, we joked last week about it, but this is actually, uh, it's one of them. It's the Jimmy Kimmel with... Um, We've done it again. ...with Matt Damon. Uh, sorry, Invincible, we don't have time for you. <laughs> this, we'll do trade-off this, next week. This week. It's, oh my goodness, we joked about it. But yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we can't really talk much more because we are running out of time. So, uh, see you in a bit. Bye. <laughs> Great Scott! It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.